Boy, Heather, you remember things back in 1995? Oh, yeah, I remember things back in 1995. Hey, what were you up to back then in oh, 1995? You know, I was an orchestra kid, so I was playing a lot of uh, a lot of bassoon in the, the, the school orchestra. Really? Yeah. I can remember probably 1995 was when I would have worn through my letterbox VHS copy of Jurassic Park. Oh, yeah. You know what? There were a lot of good movies in 95. Toy Story. Oh, wow. Seven. Heat. Yes. Remember all that? I remember that. Yeah. I remember remember how hard it was to walk around like it was yes. very difficult to walk it was very hard like turning was a very slow process yeah back in 1995 yeah and and you know like sometimes back in 1995 you'd get a voicemail and that voicemail would just like level you you'd be unconscious and you wake up in a hospital room yeah do you remember back in 1995 when you would fight like a giant bloody potato Yes, there were always these floating potatoes yeah. with limbs and you had to fucking just beat the shit out of them with a pipe wrench or maybe get off a few close range shots with your shotgun. I am so happy the 90s are back because I miss things like that from back in 1995. 1995. <laughs> we get our minds twisted by throwback tribute low poly survival horror game back in 1995. This week on How Did This Get Slayed. Welcome to How Did This Get Slayed, the show where we discuss the worst and weirdest horror video games of all time. I'm Nick Spider, alongside Heather Ann Damned Hell. I'm Heather Ann Damned Hell. Uh, long, what was your fucking long name? Oh, it was Splat Appa Dracula. I'm here. I'm, I'm Heather Ann Damned Hell here next to Splat Appa Dracula. <laughs> Hello, I want to, uh, hmm. Oh, Jesus. Boy. Wow, did you bail? Were you worried that, like, Suck was going to lead, lead somewhere? Is that what you were worried about? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just decided to let the plane explode on the runway. <laughs> it's a very short Die Hard movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, guys, uh, this is a uh, we're continuing our month of, of evaluating a, b- a bunch of bad and weird horror games, and we've got an interesting one mm-hmm. this week. But before we get into that, mm-hmm. it's time for another edition of our new segment, where Heather and I will discuss something in gaming that pleases us. Yeah, games we are enjoying uh-huh. for a brief period before we descend into gaming hell. It's seventy seconds in gaming heaven. Ready? Yes. Am I first or you first this time? You go. You go first. Oh, I'm going to go first. Okay, go. I just want to say that hooking up a PlayStation 4 controller to iOS 13.1 on your iPad Mm -hmm. is a very pleasurable experience. I played a little bit of Sonic CD, which I have, and and, and it was, I was like, this is responsive and nice. I played uh, Sayonara, what's it? Sayonara Kingdom Hearts? What the fuck is it called? Wild Hearts? Yeah. Yeah, it was great. It's great. It's, It's a really great time. I had like maybe... 
15 minutes of good gaming. This is with a new iPad OS update, yeah. right? Yeah, you can pl- just plug PlayStation and, and Xbox controller straight in there. Yeah, yeah it's great. Pretty, pretty sweet. I, I also wanted to talk about an interface, uh, about a piece of hardware. I got myself a Switch Lite, which I'm holding right here, which I'll be using for reference for this week's episode. I got the yellow one. Oh, man, it's a delight. Maybe by the time this episode airs, I'll be suffering from some <laughs> analog drift. You know, I know that's been a problem with Nintendo hardware, but overall... This thing, solid construction, unibody. I, I I love it. Yeah. It's so much fun. You got one, too. Yeah, I did. Nine, eight, Jesus Christ. I got, I got a great one. You, you beat Mother six, 3, right? I did five, beat Mother 3, and it was an four, incredible experience. Three, I would love to talk about it a little two, bit more. One. <laughs> oh. Boy, that's it. All right. All right. You just got the default, uh, one of the default Apple alarms there. I didn't want to flex on everyone. I got a new phone, and I haven't personalized it yet. I was hoping for some sort of, like, game over sting or something. No, No, I'm not smart or good at my job. Uh, This week's game is back in 1995, which was first released back in 2016 for PC and ported to current-gen consoles this year. It's meant as a reference to the horror games of the PlayStation 1 era. So as such, it has a lot of features like it's a 4 by 3 aspect ratio, the CRT scan line effect that's on screen at all times, um, and then just, you know, these low-poly graphics, as well as a tank control system, which you may remember for the Resident Evil franchise. And it is, it is a wild ride. And to help us with this, our guest is an actor and comedian from College Humor. The new Fox animated series, Bless the Hearts, and the podcast Spanish Aki Presents, which is right here on Earwolf. Oscar Montoya. Hi, Oscar. Hi. Hi, Oscar. Hello. Hi, Oscar. Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, buddy. Hi. <laughs> um, Oscar, we're, we're very happy to have you here. You are a gamer. Oh, yes. Great. What, what is your, like, uh, when did you get into games and what are some of your all-time faves? Um, I got into games. The first system I ever got was a Nintendo. And the first game I ever played ever on that Nintendo was... <gasps> Perfect to theme. This game called Monster Party. Oh okay. boy! Okay. Do you guys know this game? Monster was this no. Party? Was this NES? Was this the first NES. one? Yeah. This okay. Was NES. Yeah. I don't know Monster, Monster Party. Party. Oh my gosh, it's so great. So the premise is insane. It's about mm-hmm. this little kid who is plays baseball, and then this alien monster from another planet goes up and is like, "Only you can save." the world from uh, monsters taking over so they meld into one monster creature so wow. half of the game is very ghouls and ghosty mm-hmm. but um, half of the game you're just a kid with a baseball bat hitting stuff and then once you power up you turn into this cool gargoyle thing it's so fun that's the first game I ha- I ever played and it you know but got like my love for horror games and video games in general. Looks like some pretty cool sprite work for an 8-bit oh, game yeah, here. It it's really so does. beautiful. Yeah. Wait, so what it what it, they merge into one monster, like the Wolfman, Frankenstein, Dracula, it's, they're all it's very like altered beasty. Oh wow. Right? So it's like you start the game sort of just like as a normal kid. And then once you power up, once you defeat a lot of the, you know, monsters, um, then you can those are legs, by the way, that picture. Those are legs that just Ugh. like kick up and down, down on in the ground. It looks like nasty. Weird. We're looking at we're looking at uh, a half submerged being. Yes. Yeah. And his his body is buried in the earth, and his legs are sticking up, and they attack. Yeah, but it, look at that box art for a second—the one that says that I 
I remember my mom being like, pick whatever game you want. Yes. And I was like, that's what I want. <laughs> I want Monster Party. It's, that is such like catnip for a, oh, for a young a young child. It's so cool. Monster Party sounds like the uh, poorly conceived ripoff of Monster Mash. <laughs> <laughs> it was a monster party. <laughs> the monsters on that packaging are Dracula, Medusa, the swamp thing. Then also... Dinosaur? <laughs> it looks like there's a dino, yeah. Okay. A merman. Dinosaur from the hit TV show Dinosaur on yeah. ABC. And a ghost with teeth. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't know what that tooth ghost is all about. There's also too. There's a there's a little a screenshot here where you're talk. It looks like you're talking to a boss character. Oh a, yes, they have really funny things to say. Yeah. So th- this this one's a um. He's got a, a jack o' lantern head and he's saying, "Please don't pick on me." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then the one I like is is this one right here. It looks like some sort of giant enemy crab creature. I'm yeah. not sure what exactly I think it it's is. A dead spider. A dead spider. Yeah. And the quote is, "Sorry, I'm dead." Yeah. <laughs> so in in the game, you walk through like these portals yes. and sometimes you have to fight these villains these like um oh my gosh that uh, eggplant like venus flytrap thing that yes. says hello baby hello baby it's my favorite <laughs> thing and it's That's the first great. boss um but sometimes there's there's like big baddies there but sometimes right. there's dead dead tarantulas that say sorry i'm dead it's so it's so funny like as a kid because i remember like you'd run into a thing like that and have no concept like oh this is like a 30 year old programmer throwing in his favorite reference to the big bopper (laughs) (laughs) just like i don't fucking know what that is (laughs) (laughs) that's nothing to me Uh, but it makes sense because i'm a kid it's so great yeah games Uh, the nes like especially like horror nes games are so Random, random, yeah. random. Well, I think of, I mean, the Castlevanias obviously were right. were kind of in that world. Um, there was one called Eight Eyes, which I coveted but Eight never Eyes. played. Yes, Did you have yes, that? Yes. I never had it. I had an emulator for it. Got it. Um, and I started playing it. It was great. But like, um, the Nightmare on Elm Street mm, game, right. yeah. Friday the Thirteenth, yeah. which we just reviewed. Yes. yes. I mean, all of those are so crazy they really yeah. are yeah yeah just so so horror speaking of horror games because this is kind of in that world is that one of the things that got you into horror as a genre um i've always been into you've horror. always been into I, it so like um i um lived right next to an old video store like wow. a, you know back when vhs's were a thing and i would like hang out there all the time and i would stare at all the creepy artwork mm-hmm. of the you know the, the beautiful art that would happen and and I was just like super obsessed I've been raised on horror movies since I was four years old like that to wow. me was just the four howling years old. oh yeah Jesus. like gory crap I would I was all about it but the, <laughs> the weird thing was I was didn't even bat an eye whenever like people were decapitated or like burned alive but as soon as there were like breasts or or butts yeah. on screen I was like <gasps> I can't what <laughs> No, yes, that's inappropriate. I was so offended by it. I like when Ren and Stimpy. I couldn't watch Ren and Stimpy because mm-hmm. they had butts. They oh yeah, they got their butts. Big Wait, th- butts. This isn't. This yeah. isn't like your Stimpy's parents caked out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very detailed butt cracks. A but, lot of butts. And the made cheeks me yeah. so uncomfortable. And very plump cheeks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do, but this, this isn't your parents objecting. This is you self like objecting. Yes, exactly. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised because I have I had a similar experience, but it was like you know the first R rated movie I got to see in theater was was Terminator Two, and my <gasps> my parents were like, we got to watch Terminator One first, or this isn't going to make any sense. <laughs> and so we watched Terminator One, and there is a there is a nude scene. Linda Hamilton uh, takes her. Uh, 
for lack of a better term, yabos out. And and <laughs> thank you for using the clinical term. And I remember like this movie is super violent. There's a part where he like massacres like 18 cops. Oh, like, yeah. like Arnold Schwarzenegger just gunning down police officers. Yeah. But then when it gets to the part where Linda Hamilton's breasts are exposed, my parents like reach for the remote to fast forward it. <laughs> so I wasn't exposed to that. It's so weird. It's sort of a prudish American t- perspective on yeah. nudity. It's so American. It is, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Americans can't deal with body parts. It's true. Was Maniac Mansion a horror game for NES? Maniac Mansion was a horror game for, I had that, I had it for the, I believe the Tandy computer. Yeah, it was on, it was on personal computer first, I think, and ported to NES. Exactly, yes. And, um, yeah, I think, I mean, like, but it also, it had, like, a very comedic tone. It was silly. Which they amplified more in the sequel, which Mm -hmm. I, which I, you know. And that's Day of the Tentacle. Day of the Tentacle, which I loved. I loved that game. Mm -hmm. I did not play Maniac. Mansion, but I had the copy of Nintendo Power with all the guides for oh, it. Oh, yeah. So I have memories of playing it, but it was just my imagination <laughs> while reading a magazine. <laughs> that was a period where, like, you'd read, like, strategy guides for, or you'd read about, like, like uh, for games that you don't have, yeah. but just to, like, vicariously, because the same sort of experience before I played Maniac Mansion, just seeing that they had multiple characters you could choose, and me, like, plotting out in advance of, yep. like, oh, I know which characters I'm going to pick, which yep. how I'm going to form my team of three. Mm-hmm. I was always, when I would read those magazines I was so pumped for the awesome artwork I, I guess I wow this is a realization I've just been I guess obsessed with the artwork um, and then when I would play the game I was so disappointed oh I'm like, yeah Simon doesn't look like this at all. Like yeah. he looks so pixelated and crappy. <laughs> they, used, they used a lot of clay models on the cover they of Nintendo did. Power. Oh, yeah. And that always made it look like so much so fun to cool. play with. Yeah. And then you play it and it's like, oh Jesus, this character has a blue face. It's <laughs> <laughs> <was> fucked. <laughs> if every game was like Clay Fighters, if only. <laughs> Um, yeah, oh, I. Uh, God, we're gonna have to fucking cover that game at some point. <laughs> that game sucks. There was a sequel, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, Clay. Was it sixty four? The first one, or, or no. oh, it was like that. That was the joke. It was like Clay Fighter sixty three and a third or something, yes, right? That's, that's right. what it was. Yeah. God, I don't remember exactly what oof, it was. Oof, 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 oof. Oh, a lot of fun. Oh yikes. yeah, the original was Super Nintendo. Oh really? Yeah. We'll, we'll have never. to do like a fight game month. I don't. <gasps> think, I don't remember. I guess I, I was maybe too too dumb and like my taste was too unrefined, but I don't remember <laughs> Clay Fighter about- being terrible. <laughs> I just really? remember it being like kind of like just dumb. Was oh. it? But was it bad? Is it like poorly? Uh, it, uh, I mean, it's it, people really hated it. Mm, got it. Yeah. Yeah, the controller. The, I remember the controls being so messy. Mm, yeah, got it. Really blocky and gross. Yeah, I and think for I, a fighting game like that, <laughs> yes, you yeah. can't do that. Yeah. I just, I probably rented it and played it single player, and uh, that, I think that's that's where my whole opinion is coming from. So I'm yeah. sure it's not a super balanced and tweaked game. You played every game single player though, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm loading up single player Fortnite. On the one game. Oh my god! <laughs> oh no. <laughs> So you mentioned horror. You you love horror. I love horror. What is the what are your favorite franchises? Um, uh, you know, uh, outside outside Nightmare of games Elm in general, Street Nightmare is, on Elm Street is the I think gold golden standard for horror because it's 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 got to be funny and at least a little right. self aware. Child's Play to me is great. Um, I'm like really into the sort of uh, B movie 
like 80s, specifically 80s horror movies, like uh, anything Frank Henenlotter directed, I'm obsessed with. Mm. Um, Brain Damage, mm, okay. Basket Case, Frankenhooker. That, <laughs> that to me is a, a holy trinity of horror movies. Um, yeah, I love <laughs> I love the Critters franchise. Critters. Wow. Ghoulies I love. Just, oh yeah, the ghoulie, the toilet monster. The toilet, yeah. exactly. The bite toilet you in the monster. butt, yeah. exactly. Those, yes. That actually scared the shit out of me when I was a yeah. kid. I didn't, I didn't use that intentionally, but like I, <laughs> I was, I was very scared of just like a monster coming out of my toilet and biting me in the butt. They, the ghoulies were were gross looking. They were fucking. It was out. like a little tiny bald man. They're disgusting. Yeah, yeah. 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 And yeah. it was puppet. You know, like puppets are just scary. And there was like this weird hairless rat looking thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember a, a box. At uh, oh, the yeah, local video store. That's what Dick Cheney looked like as a baby. <laughs> <laughs> I remember a box at the local video store that was a baby carriage with like a deformed hand. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. I don't know what, what the movie was, was, but I was too scared to go down the aisle because oh, I was like, oh, no. It's a, it was. Oh, what was, what was it? What was it? What was it? There it is. He's found it. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. Yes. Mm, yeah. It's cr- that what movie's insane. There's only font. one thing wrong with the Davis baby. It's alive. Boy. <laughs> That's dark. They're saying yeah. that should have been stillborn? <laughs> <laughs> it's a mistake. This pregnancy wasn't terminated. Yeah, they're not. He's married. <laughs> yeah, that's the issue. <laughs> this is what happens when you have sex out of wedlock. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, so so you like all these franchises. Here's yeah. here's my, my pivot point. Have any of these translated to good games? Um, is there anything you can think of where it's like, I like this movie and they did a pretty good job of the game? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> no, as, I think as a matter of fact, they're like synonymously like awful, ter- yeah. terrible adaptations. It's, yeah. it's funny that when you make a, a, a good horror movie into a game, it sucks. And when you make a good game into a movie, it also sucks. <laughs> yeah. It's like you cannot, nobody can master that. Exactly. There, yeah, I mean, it's it, as far as direct translations from movies to games, it's like pretty slim. There are some successes, and there are certainly some properties they made good games out of. But horror, in particular, it hasn't it really worked. Tough, yeah. Yeah. It's tough. It's super, super tough. What is the best video game movie in your opinion? Pokemon. Oh yeah, Detective, Detective Pikachu. Pikachu. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a wow. great answer. Yeah. yeah. It's really I think good. so too. Incredibly audacious that they would do first of all a Pokemon movie, which I'm like, yikes, mm-hmm. and then to do a. <laughs> Detective Pikachu? Yeah. I love it. It's so great. And it worked. It was great. And it worked. The it world building's great. really good, and the, yeah. the Pokemon sit in so well with the with the live action. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Did you guys, I mean, what what about like the the the, the game into movies thing in the horror sense? Like did, like, did Silent Hill work for you or anything? The movie? Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was okay. Okay. And oh. then after, you know what I mean? We're, I'm just expecting garbage. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? I you just after the Mario Brothers, after Double Dragon, yeah, yeah. you're just fighter. like Street Fighter. You're just like this. Uh, come on, we need a win here. And Silent Hill was a success. Sure, so, it's a movie. Resident <laughs> Evil won. Yeah, before they were like, oh, we did it. We made oh, a yeah. good movie. Uh, and it became like a hundred movies, yeah. and then like somebody died gruesomely on the most recent one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like uh, until when just Resident Evil came out, I was like, "Hey, this kind of works yeah, and is entertaining." Right. But that movie, I would argue, 
is not a Resident Evil movie. It's, uh-huh. Yeah, it's really kind of been, it's, it's they've kind of ba- built their own cinematic exactly, universe yeah. that's kind of its own thing, which I honestly think is kind of fun. because That's it's how just you so, do it. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's just kind of like dumb and, yeah. you know, and I don't mean that as a pejorative. It's just like dumb, accessible, violent, uh, you know, action horror. Yeah. But yeah, it's pretty, outside of things like there, the Umbrella Corporation exists, it's pretty far removed from right. the actual Resident Evil series. Traps. Yes, right. But it was more like it was inspired by the movie Cube. Have you guys seen Cube? Oh, 100%. Yeah, right. yeah it's more like yeah. a Cube adaptation. It, exactly, exactly. That feels like that could be a game. You're cube? Sort of tra- you're trapped in the cube. cube and you're trying to escape. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. there could be something mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why, don't you, why don't you pitch it out? Come okay. on, buddy. What I do you, just, what I mean, you got? I mean, they just did. No, I mean, like, say some more. Hit Come me on. up, Activision. No, okay. <laughs> yeah, what's the problem? Who's the main character here? Yeah, t- 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 sell us on this game. Uh, main character is uh, a uh, podcast producer named Matt Appledine. Oh, hey. Oh. Finally, I'm my I'm listening. I'm listening. He immediately gets dismembered. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's sort of Drew Barrymore and Scream kind of role. <laughs> yeah, that's the gold open. Um, so what are your favorite? Uh, do you play? You must play horror video games. Oh, yes. What are your What are some of your all time faves? Uh, number one has got to be uh, Fatal Frame Two, Crimson Butterfly. Wow, love that game. Uh, I'm really I really love Siren. Um, Blood Curse is really fun, a weird game, but I really really love it. Um, what, what, a, so what, tell, tell me about Blood Curse. Um, so it it the premise is these people these a, a bunch of people go to this village in Japan okay. where they do this ritual and um these people towns normal townspeople start turning into zombies but the cool gameplay dynamic that happens is you can you can choose to see gameplay from the zombies perspective oh all right um as they're chasing you so right. you know where they are and it's really cool that sounds awesome. Yeah, that does sound awesome. Yeah. yeah. And it's like episodic. So you play like a bunch of different characters um, uh, throughout the village and uh, it's really fun. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That sounds great. So I like that. Resident Evil 2 is great. Yep. Oh, yeah. Resident I had to play Evil that in one sitting because I didn't have a memory card. Jesus. Oh, so, no. yeah. Yeah. But I loved it. It was great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How did you, how were you able to manage that? Um, I don't remember. I didn't sleep. It was, it was longer <laughs> than a day, I remember. That's crazy. And it was rough. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. Well, you know, back then you had to buy a memory card. Right. <laughs> yeah. Fair. It is, kind of in, it's, it is kind of insane. Like, you just, like, think back on, like, oh, yeah, there's no way to save your game built in. Yeah. You have yeah. to get, buy an accessory that costs, like, another $30 yeah. or whatever that you don't Wild. have. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, do you like being scared in games? Because I hate that. Oh, what? I can't, I like, I get really, I can't, I can take, handle being scared, but if it's interactive, I feel like I'm going, about to be murdered. So, no jump scares for you, no, like... Again, in a movie, I'm okay. Like I can, like you know, I'll, I'll I'll see a conjuring or something like that. I can handle that. But if I was playing a conjuring game and it's like my actual player character in peril, that's like I'm I'm tapping out. Wow. It's tough for me. We've yeah. discussed this on the podcast before, and it's because Nick thinks it's really happening to him. <laughs> so you're like immersed. <laughs> you are you are yes, the character, right? Yeah, I so I so embody <laughs> whatever protagonist is in this game that I think it's all real to me. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it, it, I, I, I have trouble with that. So like, what are your, do you have, do you have any strategy for, like, are you someone, do you, do you black out the lights? Do you put on headphones? I don't. The only time I did that was for the PT. Mm. Oh um, yeah. 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 Demo. And it was fantastic. Um, but I don't do, I, I'm a big person. I'm a big, um, having people over 
and we all play the game. Oh, cool. Oh, that's fun. Like, that's to me, because I- horror is, like, very, like, uh, to me, I see, like, a horror movie, I I don't like watching it by myself. Yeah. I like watching it with people. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with scary video games. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, like, a big solo player guy, um, except when it comes to horror games that see that I might mitigate it for me I think if I had like a little odd like like some friends over and oh, we were so all uh, having uh, a- <laughs> friends <laughs> the uh, the the truth is that I did have somebody over when I was playing my my friend Josh was over when I was playing Silent Hill two, mm. uh, and yeah we both I mean it was just like why don't you try that door what's that have we seen this before and that was really nice oh so yeah. great I haven't talked to Josh in like <laughs> a year <laughs> hi Josh <Yikes>. hi Josh <laughs> I mean I talk to him all the time but I haven't right. seen him yeah yeah uh, so did you play and, and uh, we'll this is uh, we'll open this up for everyone uh, the the video games that this is a something of a tribute to a throwback to the game uh, back in 1995 PlayStation one horror games of this this uh, this 32 bit era did, did did we play these yes anyone yes what, what what specifically comes to mind well resident evil one right sure you know, the master of unlocking oh yeah <laughs> uh, that game what else was on um i would say the first silent hill 2 was very the tank controls specifically yes yeah. so yeah yeah, was Silent, Silent Hill. Hill two on PlayStation two though? Yes. Yeah, but you was. said you were saying the first Silent oh, yeah, Hill yeah, yeah, yeah. as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. First yeah. Silent Hill is fucking great. So great. When the backwards walking baby starts crying Woo! and walks through the, the uh, schoolhouse, you're like, what? Yeah. You've ne- yeah. No one's ever played that that game that sort of game before. Yeah. Silent Hill. It was it was, so it was great. It was great. Do you guys oh. remember? Uh, oh, what the fuck was it? It was it called Clock Tower? What yes. was Clock the one? Yes, Tower. that's the one I'm thinking Tower. of. Yeah, yeah. Um, is that the one with the giant pair of scissors? The giant scissors. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. That's the one. I, that's one. I'm like, has that? I wonder if that's aged well, or um, if that's like, or if that because that as I was playing this week's game, but I was I, I was like, this is kind of probably like a Clock Tower. Like if this was actually released in yeah. 1995, we would think of it in the same way of like, oh yeah, I remember that game, but it wouldn't be up the same mm-hmm. level as in some of these of classics. The lo- exactly. Yeah. I think in terms of the look too, yeah. and. The slow, I mean, I remember, like, those people took their time. They yes. just, they never ran. It's just a saunter over from here to there while there was a serial killer with giant <laughs> scissors chasing them. Um, yeah, I think so. It, it had the vibe of Clock Tower. Do right. you guys remember, uh, it's sort of horror adjacent, the City of Lost Children PlayStation game? I didn't play the game. I've seen the movie. There was a, yeah. there was a PlayStation game for City of Lost Children that was... Really, it was the same like isometric Resident oh, Evil style gameplay, right. but taking place in the world of of that movie. So yeah. it was kind of like, oh, this was made for a video game. It's weird, kind of ahead of its time too. The last boss is Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! That's been our show. <laughs> uh, we'll be back next week. <laughs> You have to convince him to kill himself. You don't actually kill him. It's weird. It's a tough mechanic. And eventually somebody does it for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so this game, back in 1995, was developed by Throw the Warp Code Out, which mostly consists of one man. Um, I'm going to butcher his name, Takaaki Ichijo. Okay. Uh, and uh, currently sitting at about 52% on Metacritic, you know, pretty tepidly received. It didn't sell particularly gangbusters. 
1995 that's referencing was the first year uh, the PlayStation 1 was available worldwide. So, uh, you know, Biohazard, a.k.a. Resident Evil, which we mentioned, didn't come out until 1996. The first Silent Hill didn't come out, I don't think, until 98 or 99. Um, and so uh, as far as time frame, there's speculation that a lot of this game, and maybe some some intel that, that this game was largely inspired by a Japan-only 3DO horror game called Dr. Hauser. And uh, uh, do we have do we have a clip of Dr. Hauser? Dr. It's, it's wild. Doogie yeah. Hauser? <laughs> it is, it's, yeah. Here we go. Okay, so we're in a room, and there's a man, and he's going up to a desk, and he's got a book. And he picked up the book. And now he's running. Oh, there's a bed in this weird office. This is super. So this is super low. We'll upload this clip. This is super low poly. And the environment is not particularly detailed. Although I think the art style is pretty good. Yeah, that looks like the limitations. Your room. Yeah. Nick, that looks like you. And it looks like your room. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, is this game about you? That's kind of like my life. Yeah, two bookshelves, nothing on the walls. <laughs> the music is not, it's totally incongruous. It yeah. makes yeah, what no sense, yeah. Right. What we're seeing. But, and, and, um, but you can you can definitely see the resemblance in this to what we're dealing with in right. game. Because it's not like, you know, like the Resident Evil games had the pre-rendered backgrounds. Uh, and uh, this game's got this game like n- back in 1995 has the fully 3D backgrounds with even though the camera is fixed, um, you, it, it can move around a little bit. Uh, let's see. So, uh, yeah, w- I, you, Heather, one of the things you picked up on because you were playing this before I did and we were texting about it. Mm-hmm. There are there are loading screens in this yeah, game. So so there. So in or what? OK, here's <laughs> all right. Look. There are loading screens where you see a little CD in the corner. And, of course, there aren't CDs when you're playing the game. Yes. And what I realized is that it builds tension in a really exciting way. Mm-hmm. Like, when you open a door and you have to, like, look at a black screen and then you're like, oh, is it going to be a jump scare on the other side of the... It, it like, I kind of like the cadence of the fake yeah. loading screens. Right. But it, they're fake. Yeah. You don't need, Yeah. Yeah. You don't need them at all. It, it's totally what the them. door opening from uh, Resident Evil did, right? Which was really cool. Or the slowly coming up the stairs. I yes. remember that as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and um, and so yeah, and and, and the, the graphics we talked about. How in addition to low poly, there's no texture smoothing. There, everything's very jagged because there's no anti-aliasing. I would like to talk about the sound that plays whenever you pick up any object. Ooh, mm. Please. So like, let's say you pick up a bottle of like plastic pills or something. Like you you want to pick up a bottle of pills. It sounds like this. Clang, clang, clang. <laughs> uh, if you if you wanna uh, if you wanna pick up like a piece of paper, it's this. <laughs> if you wanna if you wanna like start a computer so you can save your game, it's this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like a part like farmhouse, you know, dinner's ready, and then part like Windows three point one error sound. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like not. It, it does definitely doesn't sound like. But I mean, I get it is kind of like what this would be in this shot, I guess this era where there'd just be such a limitation of assets. Yeah. Yeah. I had Um, a big problem with the scale of these objects. Right. Like the pills were gigantic. They're big (laughs) as hell. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were huge. They were the size of a chair. Yeah. There's a, there's a part where you find some pills in the men's room (laughs) and I don't know if you guys stumbled upon this, but it's in the toilet yes. bowl. Yes. And it fills the entire toilet exactly. bowl. <laughs> it's very upsetting. Someone clogged a toilet with the uh, these fucking 
of steroids yeah. that this guy's taken. And or all whatever. these newspaper clippings and notes are the size of you. Yeah, yeah they're, they're gigantic. They're huge. Yeah. Right. Well, Kent. Kent was his Kent name. Kent is the right? guy. Yes. Kent. What's his size? last name? <clears throat> I don't remember. His, I should have written his last name down. Kent. I just saw. I just saw Kent. Yeah, it's ha- Kent. Kent. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Kent. Kent. I think his name is spelled out, but it's maybe later when they're talking about yes. him as, as as a patient or That's whatever. Right. So the game starts, and you get this brief cinematic where Kent, is, your player character, is looking into the distance, um, and uh, there's a tower. Uh, so you're exploring, you're on the roof of a building, you're going through this this nondescript sort of like office slash industrial building, and pretty early on you hear, what the hell is that? And you encounter your first of the enemies in this game, <laughs> which are... Look, I know that this game is going for like... A, it's it's, and it's, and it's an aesthetic choice, but these monsters look fucking awful. Yeah. It's one of the it, worst characters. It was designs. like a, it's like a meatball with arms. They were yeah. turds. They look like turds. They, they were do, turds. They do look like they're floating turd raisins. Yeah. They're upsetting turds. It's like a potato, like a, a, like a spaghetti potato. It yes. was so bizarre. Like the, why? If, if that, if, if one of these enemies comes out of your body, you're checking WebMD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it is very like, yeah, they, they're brown like shit. They're like shit brown. Yeah. yeah. And you can, you can't hurt them at first. You have to get some weapons. Oh, they make like this wah sound too. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, um, so you kind of like, you, can you, you go- do it? Can you do the sound? Can you do it? I think, I think it was like, am I wrong? That's pretty good. Wah. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I can't remember it exactly wah. though. Um, so you go, you, uh, you go through, you're navigating this environment. You get a, you hear a phone message, you pass out, you wake up in a hospital bed and there's a doctor named GP who's, who's rescued you and gives you some exposition. Um, and then you start to get to get into the gameplay this way. I guess one thing we should touch on is that this game is super duper short. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like, it's like 10 bucks. I think, I don't know. Remember how exactly how much it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's 10 bucks, but it's like you're getting maybe two hours of gameplay, yeah. like like start to finish. Yeah. And and I, I I got through it very, like pretty quickly. And that was with like almost a half hour spent uh, locked out of progress because I couldn't find a key somewhere. <laughs> There's like a key in a corner of a room mm-hmm. that I needed. Yeah. It's like very, it's very straightforward. It's not particularly challenging. Even the no. combat, it's like, oh yeah, very simple. Those yeah. like floating turds, move so slowly. Yes. And they like rear up to attack. So do you, you know, when you're hitting them with a wrench, it's yeah. like the slowest movement ever. Yeah. Who moves like that? <laughs> you really have to anticipate that. But once you get the timing of it, it's just like, oh, okay, I'll give myself, give you know, give right. this guy enough frames to make a, make contact with this turd. And then I can just take a few steps back and he'll never be able to, yeah. to hit me. And then they melt away. right? Yeah. yeah. You can also avoid yes. huge amounts of monsters. <laughs> you could just walk past you them. You can, right. them, I would say. They're pretty yeah. easy to avoid. And you, yeah. They, you don't need to kill any monsters in order to progress. Maybe the, the dog things later? Did you have to? Well, I mean, like. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's hard to get through that room if you don't kill a dog, right? right? Yeah, I mean, like they're they're kind of the weird meat dogs. You yeah, mean? Yeah, I can't even tell what they're supposed to be. Meat dogs. They're just abominations. <laughs> you nailed it. They're they're meat dogs. Yeah, they're meat dogs. Hmm. Yeah. They're not like just like skinless dogs though. They're like huge. Yeah, they're huge. They're big. But yeah. but based on the scale of the of the pills. You were actually very small, so the it's dogs the are like normal size. Yes, yes. <laughs> so that's what—that's the horror element. You're exactly, living yeah. in a world in which you're man. <laughs> yeah, a man, you're a man who's kind of weirdly small. Yeah, um, but not like ridiculously small. Just a little no. smaller than most things. There's a there's a place where there you you encounter a fence that is yes. shorter than you, yes. but you cannot progress. <laughs> 
Unless you get the key to the and fence. And it's locked. Right. Exactly. It's locked. But you, I mean, I could climb, hey, anybody could climb over that low right. fence. Yeah. The gating is not particularly like, it, it doesn't match up visually with what, with the restriction mm-hmm. that you're facing. Yeah. Um, uh, so, like, you find notes, and the notes say things like this, like, Dr. Randell holds key to solving world's energy problems. Uh, Dr. Randell from the UK1K Foundation's research lab proved the existence of beings beyond the third dimension. She also said the following about her next research. The latest data suggests that our world was only two dimensions until just recently. Will it turn into four? Concepts like recently and hereafter exist on a time axis that is run unrecognizable by us. A lot of ominous sort of like right. gobbledygook a, like that. There's a lot of collecting of documents. There's yes. a point where a doctor makes you get documents and then he tells you to bring them to the next building over yep. because they are a message from him. Right. Which is like, well, then why don't you just rewrite? <laughs> if you know yes, what, right. like just rewrite it and I'll bring it to the tell, next building. Tell me what to say to the guy. Yeah. Just yeah. tell me where the zip line is. I'll yeah. go over there. Yeah. Yeah, but he's like, no, 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 get get the documents. <laughs> I already wrote it down. Yeah. <laughs> Put it in a three-ring binder. The zip line from building to building is the sound of a jacket zip. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> zip. zip. <laughs> How did this get played? How did this get played? Most of the game is just a fetch quest. It I really mean, is, yeah. All it is is just yeah. get me these papers, get me these papers. Right. That's it. Yeah. I'm, I'm jumping ahead, but I did find the ending satisfying. Well, yeah. So, so I the the ending as you are you talking about the true ending or the the fake out ending? Wait, what? Wait a minute. What? Do you, I don't know which one was the true. Whoa, 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 Hold on. whoa, whoa. Okay. I. I I let the game end when I thought it was the funniest ending. So so describe what happened to you. Uh, uh, he killed himself. Yes. Right. <laughs> There's another one after that? So that's the false ending. <laughs> oh, my God. You jumped to your death. How would you have known? You there's. I mean, there's not really a way to know. There's a hint that there's maybe something else. What? But I, I looked up online that there was another ending. And oh, the way you get no. up, to, the way you get to it is you keep playing after that. It takes you back to the title screen. And if you notice, if you're paying attention, the title screen is a little bit different. And then it continues on after that. But yeah, this is after all. You're doing all this stuff. And you find out... Um, that your character, the player character Kent, uh, after a bunch of fetch quests and and fighting uh, turd monsters and other variants and uh, a bunch of uh, meat dogs, a bunch of puzzles that involve just three digit codes, which yeah. is just very like oh god. I hate, also, also hate the this. clues for them were always like, hey, uh, hey Nick, if you want to get into my uh, suitcase because I've got a sandwich in there for you, yeah, um, just <laughs> add your birthday to my birthday and then subtract the serial number <laughs> on the bottom of the fire extinguisher that's two floors below. Right. Us. <laughs> People don't communicate like that. <laughs> <laughs> like if like if it was like uh if you were, you told me like like hey yeah sub- subtract um the number of doors and this on this floor from uh Matt's badge number <laughs> and you can get into my my lock I mean like, what the fuck are you talking about just tell me what the code is give me the Wi-Fi password um and so uh yeah and you, you go through a bunch of stuff and uh, you 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 end up in this what looks like a Hollywood Hills fuck mansion with leopard print bedspreads and an yeah. indoor pool and you but find no out walls. no walls and you find out that your character Kent 
thinks he's still in the year 1995. And then I was like, oh. Oh, yeah. okay. That's kind of cool. And then that that's like that introduces this this explains all of it, explains all the meta stuff that they've they've surrounded him with an environment that's only like 1995. Yeah. So that, because otherwise his mind will not be able to handle and it. And that he's got like encephalitis and he can't run anymore, right. which right. justifies that you can only walk in yes. the game. And you're like, oh, 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 okay. This They covered I mean, their tracks pretty well yes. there. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and and you've got like a daughter, I believe, right? Elise. Yeah, you right? have a daughter who uh, you're estranged from. Yeah, with severe brain in- issues and violent tendencies, his mind is stuck in 1985. So we're not supposed to show him anything that came after that year. That includes TVs, newspapers, appliances. Since his cognitive ability is stuck in 1995, anything that came afterwards is completely foreign to him. And as that's happening, as you're re- realizing these things, the cameras themselves start filling with static. Yes, yes. To make your tra- uh, traversal through the environment a little bit more difficult, right. a little bit creepier. It actually gets a little annoying. Yeah, it's, it's annoying. It's too, <laughs> it's too frequent. Yeah. 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 I mean, yes. I'm selling it as if I want somebody <laughs> to play the game. Don't play this game. <laughs> it's also funny, too, that like you find this these documents that explain explain everything that's going on with your character but it's not like locked in like a medical filing cabinet it's like on a They're note next loose. to a hot tub yeah 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 just loose notes everywhere and just threw them to the wind <laughs> yeah. um and so so the very end you mentioned yeah you you go to it a door unlocks after <laughs> you've seen all these notes you go through it it leaves the end of gameplay kent walks to the end of the plank and you can choose to take the leap. That's your that's your option. And if you do that, you jump to your death. It says, "Forgive me, Alyssa." And I, that is a lot of fun. It's it's like fun that a game ends with you're just this really <laughs> grim suicide. He screams, and it's like, Aah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then there's more. There's more, and here's what happens. Wow. You go oh. back to the title screen. You continue playing. It's like a new game plus. You okay. don't like you you if you just press press start, you'll continue the same from the beginning, but you'll have all of your items. Mm. And there's also in that room where there's a phone, where there was the phone where you passed out and met GP, there's a, a there's a flashlight now. And when you turn on the flashlight, uh, the font changes to HD. And so, like, I'll show you guys a screenshot here, but here's what the font starts to look like. You get, like, this... this what? Yeah, this HD sh- smooth text. And then it starts to give a bunch of info about, like, more exposition. Um, I gaze at my memories through rose-tinted glasses. The better times I long for will remain misinterpreted deep inside me as long as they're not forgotten. Even if I try to reclaim my innocence to start over from the beginning, the truth is that it'll always be stuck in the past. And you traverse, like, a, a very compressed version of the game world, and you get a lot of stuff, and it's all about, like, nostalgia and memories. Now you can wow. never relive it and never reclaim oh, those things. A meta wow. game. Exactly. It's like a meta. And then there's even a layer on top of that where eventually the developer himself breaks the fourth wall and says, Hi, what? I'm Achijo, developer of back in 1995. Thank you for playing my game. How are the controls? A little clunky? And just sort of like what? explains why he made the game. I made this to recapture gaming's golden ages. It's a big multi-part treatise on how he liked games back then, thought they were innovative, and wanted to connect a, a meta-narrative on connecting with it that it reminds you of, it's like, this game itself isn't good, he even is basically saying, <laughs> but this reminds you of when you used to play games, that you had a memory of, 
of of a time that you enjoyed, and that's what he was trying to evoke. So, like as a piece, as an art piece, it's like, oh, this is very Incredible. interestingly yeah. conceived. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, but as a game, it sucks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that bad. so sad though? It's yeah. like, oh, in theory, it's awesome. Right. Yeah. Execution, wow, that's rough. <laughs> right. There was a there was a comment, uh, there was a review I found that I that I really enjoyed this little piece of writing. This is Steven Turner from Destructoid, and he wrote this. Back in 1995 is a bad game made with good intentions. Mm. A recreation of classic survival horror and analog limitations through rose-tinted glasses and the haziest of memories. <laughs> Which I think is also too like what the guy was trying. Trying to do, mm-hmm. but it is, yeah, it, it kind of just that's the thing, it's just not super fun to play. Yeah, yeah, no, it's an unenjoyable game in part because the atmosphere is not like Silent Hill, the game is both limited in its execution, mm-hmm. but uh, extraordinary in its imagination. Sure. Yes. Uh, and this game was limited in execution, limited in imagination, except for that like final twist uh, in the story. Like, you could have made a retro, low-poly survival horror game yeah. and set it in a better environment. Yeah, right. Like, set it, set it in a fucking toy store. Yeah. Set, it in a, set it in an abandoned baseball field. And I'd be like, oh, I've never played yeah. this right. before. But field also of like, screams. Yeah. yeah. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Wow. Pitch All it. right, we're done. <laughs> um, the main character is Matt Appledock. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm starting to get on board here. <laughs> he dies immediately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but it, but it, it, I don't know how you felt with that last turn with a really cool move but I was just sort of like frustrated about like oh my gosh really I have to like dedicate an hour and a half two yeah. hours for this cool thing that happened but like there were no hints along the way yeah. of like right. something interesting is gonna happen yeah. I was just very frustrated the entire journey to get there the mm-hmm. the twist was awesome yeah good, good twist great twist and good even twist. twist your twist after the twist yeah yeah but it- going through that slog and it was a slog to get through <laughs> yeah. um it was just, I was a little like frustrated about it. I liked his foot sounds. First, I liked his foot sounds were like one foot was clearly shorter than the other. Yes. So like it would be like clock, click, clock, click, <laughs> clock, click. It's great. It's great. I mean, it's not fun. No. And I didn't enjoy myself. No. So why do I want to defend it? Because I do. Conceptually, yeah. it's cool. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It makes, it's, it's like bad for... For its ambition, almost. Yeah. It's like yeah. trying to be something, but just like it, it didn't quite land it, but it's an interesting attempt. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think honestly, too, like I think if you just like the monsters looked cool, yeah. <laughs> like that, that would make that and the combat was fun. That those elements in themselves, right. even yeah. if it was clunky, could, would make a big difference. Um, but yeah, uh, any other thoughts on this before we get to our, our reviews? No, the, the monster designs were so insane there, yeah. you had yeah. your floating turd Potato. yes then you had your meat dog meat right dog. then you had your babies in like uh like uh hooker boots oh yes yeah <laughs> right With and like then spider you, legs yeah yeah then you had your slugs slug heads yeah, right like the little the tendril guys yeah yep. and then you had your like mutated pikmin characters yes those are the ones that were coming out of the ground yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. and then i think that's it yeah i can't think of any other ones um it's a, a wild and varied bestiary. Yes. <laughs> but I thought, so when that happened, when the turn is like, he can't see anything, anything outside of 1995 is far into him. I was like, oh my gosh, this is him interacting with like, 
people from 2012 yeah. and he sees them as monsters and right. blah, blah, blah. But like that didn't, no. I don't know. I guess my image, my, my imagination was better. He's only thick. singing songs off of Aerosmith's pump album. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> What's frustrating about it, it was really close to something that would have been like incredible. Yeah. yeah. That's why. Yeah. That's the feeling. Well, let, well let's settle into our review crew then. Uh, so we'll each go around, say something positive okay. about this game, and give it a numerical decimal rating. Hmm. I like that this game, I'll say this, it's kind. even though the combat is bad, it's kind of fun to shoot the turds. Like <laughs> 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 hey, Just blasting him <laughs> with a pistol is kind of satisfying. <laughs> All right. You've tried um, that before in real life. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't fucking work. Who doesn't it just breaks tur- your bowl. Turn around and open fire. <laughs> no wiping, just shooting. <laughs> Good, it's gone. <laughs> doesn't like, flush. Right. It feels like a thing that would be in Duke Nukem forever. Yes. Damn, I'm going to shoot the shit out of this. <laughs> ah, fuck you, damn. Isn't there, isn't there something where you had to grab shit and throw it at something? Yes. In Duke yeah, Nukem, in yeah. Duke yeah, it's yeah, fucking right. yeah. gross. And he's just, he's, He's grossed out at himself. It's like, <laughs> what kind of sick motherfucker picks up feces? <laughs> you didn't, <it>, dude. <laughs> um, uh, anyway. Oh, I, oh I, Duke. Uh, I'll give this game, fuck, it's it's interesting. I'm going to give this game a 4.6. Wow. Uh, go ahead, Heather. Uh, I really like the music. Uh, oh, I thought there was yeah. a, a really good ambient soundtrack. Can we play a little bit of that? Uh, yeah. A little bit of that? Here we go. So, yeah, that's not bad. It's cool. That's kind of got like a cool feeling. Yeah. Spooky. Um, so I like that music. And I really like sound effects that are just the wrong sound for an action. Like, I wish I could pick up toilet paper in regular life and have it go clang. <laughs> 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 so, um, the ambition here means that I'm going to score it above a one. <laughs> uh, but the execution is rough. Um, 1.5. 1. 1.5. 1. 5. Wow. Yeah. Go ahead. I thought man. you were going to give it a higher score. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> no. The, the thing. So this game is about nostalgia. uh, Oh boy! Here we go. He's crying. He's tearing up. Back in 1995, (laughs) I was but five years old. Okay, so I can't connect with this man. I don't understand how he feels. My first system was a PlayStation (laughs) Three. It was the Wii U. Uh, Jesus, I'm kidding. Uh, So, like, I mean, I was I playing games at this time, like close to it, probably like 96, 97. I was, I got a PlayStation, but I didn't play these games, so I don't. It was not satisfying to me to relive something that I didn't live before. Mm. You know what I mean? So, like, I didn't really get. I didn't play the original. My first Resident Evil was Resident Evil Four. Mm. I'd never played the original ones before. <laughs> so, yeah. We sweat. On the Wii yeah. uh, We sweat, Matt. We sweat. I know. So <laughs> I didn't I didn't appreciate the nostalgia as much as everyone else, but I knowing what I know about the game and the outcome of the game, I do think as 
I've never thought of video games. I, I, this, this is going to sound crazy. I, I know I, I appreciate video games as art, but I've never thought about an individual game as an art piece. Mm. As an art piece, this is very satisfying. Ah. But as an experience, I could give two shits. <laughs> uh, so I think I got I, I got to give this yeah like a three point five. Wow! Whoa! Wow! wow. Yeah. We are high scoring. Oh today. my god! Because I appreciate. I appreciate it as art, so I have to give it something. Yeah. Right? But as a game, hmm. Huh, yep. <laughs> uh, all right, Oscar, something positive and your score. Um, the positive thing that I'll say is that it had it had a point to it, yes? Sure. Most terrible games just are terrible with nothing, mm-hmm. truly no reason for existing. This had a purpose. This had a reason to exist. Um I think the if you look at this game as a, a person's lifespan, um, the meaningfulness uh, happened on its deathbed, mm. but uh, throughout its life, it was sort of meaningless. Right. So for that, I mean, I can't, I can't rate it higher than a one. Mm. Um, I appreciate it. I think it's cool, but in order for us to enjoy the game, we we had to beat the game. Sure, and mm-hmm. that alone is an endurance test that I don't wish upon a lot of people. Yeah, you know? that's that's a good point. And also too, we should we should know just with how much how limited your gameplay is. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're on a budget as a gamer, like wait till this is like 99 cents or free because you can beat this yeah. in like the time you do take to watch it. And also, yeah. t- ten bucks doesn't seem like a lot of money because when I saw it, I was like, yeah. oh, ten bucks, that's not bad, but it's. Barely two hours. It feels, yeah, it yeah. feels like a rip And it's a slog right. to, to play. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's like you're paying $10 to be punished right. for the last two minutes of the game for you to be like, hmm. It's more expensive than a month of Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of money to pay for this. Yeah. Well, Seriously. For now. For, <laughs> wait till, oh, wait yeah. till Sarandos jacks up the price again. <laughs> don't get me started on Sarandos. <laughs> hey, Nick, Saran, don't. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. Wait. Um, wait, were you snu- you're not on my side? No, I was slamming you. <laughs> okay. Oh, fuck. No, fuck you, Matt. I misunderstood. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to give it a, uh, uh, a point... 43. 0.43. Wow. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Well, you know, still pretty good scores by our standards if you average them out. And a reminder that our scores are out of a million. Um, it's, <laughs> but, you know, those were our thoughts. Heather, though, there's a possibility that we are wrong. Maybe we're wrong. Maybe we are wrong. Now, I want to preface this by saying that I... Typically, in order to find these reviews, yes. I uh, I will Google in quotes, name of the game is my favorite game, or is a good game, or is misunderstood, or whatever. So I Googled, back in 1995, is a good game, quotation marks, and there are... Nobody on Google, nobody on the internet has written that sentence. <laughs> not even the developer. Not, not, there's no there's no version of back in 1995 is a fantastic game, is my favorite game, is a great game. And then I tried just is a, a game. game that I, is a game that I enjoy, like yes. nothing, nothing. Wow. That being said, here is a, uh, a review from Digital Chumps. Mm. Um, and it is a positive review. Okay. Oh. Uh, distorted textures and hulking polygons may not feel as chic or romantic as pixel art, but back in 1995's peon to the 
32-bit era extends beyond aesthetic cognizance. It's a vehicle for the sentiment and devotion of its author, and approach may be limited to a shared fondness of that time and place. Seventy. 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 That's a little high. That's aggressively high. Yeah, that's, pretty, <laughs> that's that's really uh, yeah overselling what oh this game Oh my brings. goodness! Yeah. boy, and that what's what was that site? Digital chumps. <laughs> Those chumps. Yeah, more like digital chumps. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a Steam store review from Idling Nineteen Eureka. Here's the review. I don't know that I could recommend this game enough. Forget the price. Even if the game is short, this is a dream for someone who loves classic horror games like myself. This was a fantastic three to four hour journey. That's on the high end for me that didn't purely rely on nostalgia, but felt like it honestly could have been made in 1995. The graphics, the sound, the puzzles, the general eeriness, this has it all. I hope Mr. Takaaki can bring this game to other platforms as well as I would buy it on all of them. Hmm. Oh my God. Wow. That's okay. Look, I'm, I'm the port King as someone designated me slash port authority. Uh, I, I buy games on different platforms. I will rebuy a game. I enjoy like dragon quest 11, even if I've completed it. But you don't need to rebuy this game. Yeah, like, no. don't buy this game on multiple platforms. That's insane. The same experience on all platforms. There's is no there reason. A tangible version of it is it like? Did somebody release a cart? I think it's digital only. Yeah. Yes. Because if there was a cart, I'd be like, man, that's going to be a collector's item. Sure, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but no, I don't think there's a physical one. Yeah. Did we talk about what other games were released when this game came out, and then also the games that came out in 1995? <laughs> well, 1995 was a big year for games like you know Chrono Trigger came out, um, Samurai Showdown. Ooh. That was another yeah, one that game. Yeah. trying to think of, of what else came out in 95 Yoshi's Island Yoshi's Island yeah there's a big year for games it was also the year that the PlayStation 1 released in North America right uh. so it was uh, it was pretty momentous so what was the what were the Toshinden that was like one of the first yeah. uh, the first Battle games Battle Arena uh. Toshinden yeah um, but with its incredibly sexist ads <laughs> and in 26 26- <laughs> They're great, like magazine ads. I don't ads. remember those. Yeah, magazine remember ads those. where it was like, what was her name? So- so- Sophia? Uh, like in her like thong standing on some dude's junk and being like, you're going to play this game or else. Like uh, stuff like that. It was oh, great. Geez. Matt, go ahead and send those ads to my personal email. <laughs> oh my God. Uh. <laughs> oh yeah, that is really over the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she got big old, what did you call them? Yabos? Yeah, but she's got big yabos. <laughs> she's got huge yabos. Yeah, that is really, that's weird. It was yeah. a different time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which excuses that it. That was completely. a different time. <laughs> um, yeah, it's really, uh, it, that's, that's weird. Yeah, but there was a lot going on in 95. This game, I think the original came out in 2016, which I can't, I don't really have a, it's, it was so recent, I don't have a sense of what that gaming year was. Um, 2016 was a great year in video games. That's when... Games like, uh, let's see, that's three well, years ago, right? Yeah. Overwatch, Uncharted 4. Okay. Dark Souls 3. Inside. There you go. Final Fantasy 15 came out in 2016. Oh, did it? It's crazy. Oh. Man, that, I don't, I have no idea when that game came Pokemon out. Pokemon Sun and Moon, too. Pokemon okay. Go. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. No wow. Man's Sky. So so this was the year where we almost had world peace. There was like, <laughs> there was like two weeks where we almost achieved world peace. Yeah, when strangers Pokemon were interacting. Right. It was great. Stardew Valley, Nick. I still, and- I still go. Everybody out there, I still play Pokemon Go. I, yeah. Do you really? Yeah, it's fucking great. They, they, updated, they changed it up, right? They updated it's totally the shit different. out of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. It's problem great. is, in, later in 2016, people forgot to Pokemon go to the polls. <laughs> oh, my God. You realize your mic is on, right? <laughs> I think that's the problem. 
Uh, Hillary Clinton said that exact thing. Yeah. <laughs> we Hillary know, Clinton. Nick. Guys, I've got a segment. Do you want to do a segment? Yeah, we can do a segment. Do you want to do a segment? Let's do I've it. prepared a segment called The Bestiary. Ooh. Wow. Here's how it's going to work, guys. Here's how it's going to work. I am going to read you the description of a creature from oh, a man. game. And you get to name the creature. Now, these are all real creatures that really exist in gaming. Okay. Uh, so give it your best shot, but you're Love never going to actually know the names. <laughs> how exciting. Thanks. All right. <clears throat> uh, the first one's a gimme. It's real simple. Uh, being a creature tough as stone, draped in scales hard as granite rock. This is also text from the games. Oh, wow. Uh, well, this one is, yeah. Uh, and bearing orange col- coloration on its upper body. While evolution has favored its hind legs with speed and strength, its forelimbs have shrunk, developing sharp claws for the tearing of hide and flesh. Its name means one who frightens the very rocks. Okay, and we're, we're supposed to come up with, or are we supposed to guess what the real name is, or are we just supposed to come up with our own name? I mean, I don't know. This is the first time we've done the segment. <laughs> like, I, I, I say you, you you think what, if if you really know the name of the creature, okay. then, like, fucking nail it. But if not, then give it your best shot. Um, I'm, the name I'm going to give him is Tim. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to go ahead and guess Rock Cruncher. Not bad. That's pretty good. Um, I think it's going to be called the... Um, uh, Thundermouth. Oh. <laughs> this was the Tyranorox from Final Fantasy XII. So oh. now, we, now we get the game. Great. Okay, here's the next one. <laughs> the soul of a woman lost on a snowy mountain possessed an icicle. Beautiful. The food it most relishes is the souls of men. Oh, my gosh. Good God. Um, I think that one was uh, my ex. <laughs> oh, my God, <laughs> Nick. <laughs> You have you ever dated more than one? <laughs> we know he says Yabo, so no. <laughs> uh, the souls of men. Yes, the souls of men. The soul of a woman lost on a snowy mountain possessed an icicle. There's got to be something from the snow side. The food it most relishes is the souls of men. That's some sort of hint. It's very much, very like Japanese ghost inspired. Sure. So it lives in that world. Okay. But also, isn't there a Pokemon that's sort of like that? Mm. Glalie, I want to say. Mm. I'm in the, I'm, it's a Glalie. It's a Pokemon. All right. Mm. All right. I'm going to guess. Lady Soul Eater. Great. Mm. You were right. It is a Pokemon. Whoa. Wow. But, but it's not late Glalie. But its name is Frostlass. Frostlass. Wow. I think you should get a half point for that. Yeah, definitely. Oh, no. wow. You are now Frostlass. on the lead with 100% of the points. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> This one's for Nick. <laughs> this monster appears as two entangled bodies lying on the frame of a bed, covered in a blanket of putrid skin, with the two forms fused together, seemingly engaged in sexual intercourse. Is this? Oh my gosh. God! The Doughboys? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that's my other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Wow. That's that's great. Very vivid. Yes. Hmm. I'm trying to guess. I I'm assuming it's from. This is giving me vibes of Silent Hill. This is giving me vibes of Dante's Inferno. Well, I'll give you a hint. It's a Pokemon. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pichu. <laughs> hmm. Any name? Any name? Just throw out a name. Scizor. Great. 
Um, uh, the 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 lusts, the lusters, the lusters. Uh, you said sexual congress? Yes. Sounds like my kind of party. Hell yeah. That's what it's called, my <laughs> kind of party? No. Um, I'll, I'll take a guess at the horny monster. So you were, you were correct that it is a Silent Hill monster. Wow. Silent Hill 2. But the name of this creature is the Abstract Daddy. <laughs> no. No, Heather. Yeah, it's yeah. the Abstract no! Daddy. But you won the game with half a point. <laughs> wow. Congrats, Oscar. That's the end of that segment, The uh, Beast It feels Year. good. It feels good. That's yeah. good stuff. Abstract Daddy. Abstract Daddy. A.K.A. George Raymond Weiger. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you Does dox you- your own dad? <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, it's time for the question block. All right. So this question. Oh, there we go. Uh, this question is from at... Ponch Gigabyte, Ponch Gigabyte, he writes, say you're stuck in a survival situation. It's 1995, and you can only choose one video game character from that year to help you. Who is your pick? Ooh, this is a great question. Yeah, this is one of my, this is my favorite question we've ever got. Mm. Wow. Mm. Boy. Oh, by the way, you got this game, you got this list of 1995 games up there. Yeah, for reference. A, a horror one that we didn't mention that I played, a graphic adventure, I Have No Mouth, and I must oh, scream. Yes. Oh, yes. Harlan Ellison game, and it's fucking dark. It's, it's way fucking dark. It's in, did you play it? No, I never got to play it's it. It's really, it's really, really something. Uh, but yeah, what, uh, 1995. All right, I wonder, do you think, we're, are we beholden to games that came out in 1995? I think or we games can get, that are yes. Games that have already been released by 1995? I think so, yeah. Okay, the, then my answer is easy, Funky Kong. Um, <laughs> That's crazy because I was going to say Dixie Kong. Oh, wow. Dixie Kong's a good one. Love. What was the question? Because you guys are picking animals. <laughs> uh, like, it, what the fuck wouldn't you pick, like, Zelda, like Zelda or, or Link or, or fucking, Dixie's like... Dixie's ponytail like, can make you float. It's true. Like, somebody with, like, magic or strength. Does Zelda have Don't magic? strong. I think she's got magic. Yeah, she's uh, got the, magic. The question is, uh, if you're in a survival horror situation, using oh. characters from 1995, but, uh, you know, expanded to before, uh, to help you, who do you pick? I'm going to go with Rayman. Rayman's pretty good. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know what? If I, if <laughs> I'm all going to die in this house. <laughs> I'll answer the question more sincerely, and I'll say Samus. I think Samus yeah. knows how yeah. to survive, yeah. and she's got a lot of cool shit. Great, great, yeah. great, 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 yeah. great answer. Okay. I'd rather okay. be hanging out with Funky Kong. That's a fine. fucking great okay. answer. I think okay. Luigi then would be a good answer because he's a coward, and cowards live. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's yeah. also He can suck up ghosts through a vacuum cleaner. That's, That's true. Right. Yeah. 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 So but good. not canonically at that time. That's he true. had not he didn't yet like- discovered... <laughs> The vacuum cleaner. No, he didn't yeah. have those set of skills. All but I could do is him, jump and wiggle his legs. Him yeah. watching you die is what inspires him to get the vacuum cleaner. Ah, yes. Oh, yes. no. <laughs> <laughs> My friend. <laughs> oh, man. I guess um, I'm going to go with uh, Luke Skywalker because he's in games by then. And yeah, that makes sense. That'd be the right guy to, to Who's have. The, uh, the oh, Ryu. I would say Ryu from uh, uh, Breath of Fire. Wow. Oh, great. wow. great. Okay. Uh, this next one, let's say, uh, is from at Witchman Cody. 
Uh, have you ever played a game that was not intentionally meant to be scary, but something in the game triggered a personal phobia for you? Ooh, boy. Man, these are great this questions. This is really good. These are great questions. Also, I hate my answer for that last question. I no, hate that's myself, okay. and I hate the answer. I'm a pig 3D Pac-Man. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> shut up. I hate... God, there was, you know what? I actually, I think I have an answer for this and I'm trying to, I, and you know that there's that thing where people are grossed out by like a a cluster of dots like next to each other. Mm. Do you know what the symptom, what this thing is? The people are being triggered by the new iPhone. Right. For, for that, for that thing. Wait, huh? It's if you see dots close together, you get like, you want to throw up. Tryptophobia. Tryptophobia. Yes. I don't have, I don't like have that. Yeah. Super, but it does kind of like make they like if I look at certain things, like if you, if there were certain images you could bring up there, like like a like a thing of that's like a, a, a you know a, a a pine cone cut in half or something like that's got a bunch of seeds like close clustered ah, together. Ah, yes, yes, yes. That to me just like looks gross. Yeah, like that looks gross to me. Oh, I see. Like that, like I find sponge. that yeah, like a close up sponge. I find that disgusting. Mm. And there is an there is a a an interface element in I believe the latest Civilization Six expansion that looks like that. That's oh. got like a bunch of like dots clustered together and just looking at it kind of grosses me out and I don't like to have it on screen and it made me play the game less that's the that's the one I can think of oh, yeah. and it, it's possible that I have this strategy game wrong I'm thinking of a different one but I think it was the latest Civ 6 expansion all right okay that's a great answer that's a fantastic answer um wow um I, there's a game called Mr. Mos- Mosquito uh oh, for the yeah. PlayStation 2 yeah. where you're a little cute mosquito sucking the blood off of a family and there's something about the gameplay of like sucking blood i mean there's a lot of lewd like levels where like there's girls in a bathtub or a bathroom changing or something Hell yeah. and you have to like fly to their body parts <laughs> again uh-huh. this speaks to like my pr- i guess my prudish uh, upbringing <laughs> uh but i was very grossed out by being like oh i can sort of see breasts in this right. teenage girl if when did you play that? Like recently, or this was Mr. No, at this the is time. when ba- at, the, at time. the time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well. Yeah. <laughs> Oscar's throwing out some deep cuts today. Yeah. Oh, Mr. Mosquito, an oldie. Love it. Uh, yeah. Wait a second. Yeah. That that specifically that scene where she's in the tub and you have to fly to her boob to because that's where her that's where all of her blood is apparently. <laughs> this is so. This game. This is one of those things where you look at and you're like, oh, you figure out. Oh yeah, whoever made this game is someone who's got a fetish where he wants to be like. <laughs> squished by a giant woman <laughs> and so like he figured out like the like oh i can make this mosquito game and i can have this come to life yeah um i'm gonna say uh that theme park simulator mm-hmm. which i think was called theme park uh or was roller it? coaster tycoon they had a bunch Ty- of them yeah yeah but just the huge numbers of human beings upset me oh, oh. interesting and uh so to be like to have to crowd manage like, I can't. It's Ugh. really, that was a fucking nightmare. It's a real life horror. Uh, another game like that was a, um, it's not Left for Dead. It was one of the Xbox 360 launch titles where they showed off how many people they could have on screen at once. I forget that it was a zombie game. And you could Dead wear. Island? No, you, no. You could wear Mega Man's head as oh, a Oh, Dead Rising. There it is, yeah, Dead there Rising. You go. Uh, yeah, that was the same thing. There's too many people on Oof. screen. And I had like some kind of phobia. Yeah. About it. Great. Right. Okay. Cool. Uh we talked about this I think a few weeks ago, but the um the what do you call it? 
the sewing mechanic in the Walking Dead Telltale game oh, where you fuck, give yourself stitches that. is yeah. awful. I fucking hate that. It is yeah. god it's awful. so upsetting. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it's like a great it's like a very good scene, but it's just like I hated doing it. <gasps> yes. Oh, wait do a surgery on yourself. That's that reminds me of that weird Wii game where you play a surgeon. Yes. Oh, what is the name of that game? Is it Trauma Center? Trauma Center. Called? Yeah. That was or trauma so something. upsetting. Yeah. No, I think it's called Trauma Center. Yeah. Trauma Team? Tra- no, Trauma Tra- Center. Yeah, trauma it was Trauma Center. Center. Yeah. It was it's, like an early game. Like yes. Right. Near launch, right? right? It was really hard to play, but you yeah. got to cut up bodies and. Yep. It that was that was crazy. Super gross. Super right. gross. Yeah, Great game though. Close up shots of wounds. Yeah. yeah. Very very gruesome. Yeah. Uh, all right, Matt, we got another question? Yeah, let's see what we got here. Um, okay. Let's see, let's read this one. Okay. This is from at GL Powers. Like Nick Weiger, I get too uh, I get a bit too scared playing these kind of games. Anyone have any advice besides not being a coward, which clearly isn't happening, to get through a survival horror game? Play it during the day. Yes. Mm. Um, play it with a friend. Play it with many friends. I'm telling you, have a blank title of horror video game yes. party. And it's. I think that's how horror games should be played, with a bunch of your friends playing along with you. Also, I would say that if, if, um, if you eat something while you're playing, it gives you so much status. Oh, interesting. <laughs> like if, you're, like if yes. you're fucking like eating an apple and peanut butter and there's like a monster coming after you, it's like, yeah, by eating an apple and peanut butter. So Fuck, just like I'm fucking, try that. that's fucking so eat, brilliant. eat something and you have so much status while you play. I do love to snack. Yeah. I'm afraid I'm going to like just choke to death on a Cheeto or something like yeah, that. No, no. Cause like if the, cause you think you're there. <laughs> yeah. So like imagine the dog's running at you right. and you're just like fucking like slowly taking in a Cheeto. Yeah. Like that dog's not scary. What are you going to do to me? I mean a uh, fucking slice of pizza. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Fake ass dog. <laughs> Fuck you. I like to turn the brightness settings up as much as I can while still being able to see and enjoy the game. Great. That's pretty good. Yeah. Great. All right. Great. Uh, okay. In, in, okay. This one's from at. Victor E. Hunter, in a world where we're drowning in retro indie Metroidvanias, what is a forgotten genre or style of game that you wish would see a revival? Ooh, boy. Ooh. You know what I really liked? There were the the era of, and there have been a few attempts at this, and there's one I played on iOS that was okay, um, but didn't quite hook me, but the, the first person grid-based RPG, mm. which was like an old old school thing that was, you know, a lot of, some console games would do it just for dungeon. There were PC games that were basically entirely dungeon crawls. And there have been a few of these, but I, I that that's just the genre I always find satisfying. Mm-hmm. Building a party, having them work together, and then just sort of like all this turn-based combat as you're uh, exploring these very these very like just straightforward environments. Mm. I want that sprite uh, sprite based RPG experience again. Like oh, yeah. Octopath Traveler did it, but I, I I feel like if you can take all of the the reason those games were the size they were was they were limited by memory. You could build a sprite based RPG that could be six hundred hours long. You yeah. could make like the great American novel of sprite based RPGs, and that's the game that I want. And I don't know why anybody's not making it. God, just yeah. think about making time to play this hypothetical game is giving me anxiety. <laughs> Never fucking be able to finish this six hundred hour RPG that I know I'd love. Oh, those kind of games destroy me yeah any sweet coding game game over yeah. for me i will you will never see me ever if there's any like oh you can unlock 111 yep. playable right yeah people in your party i'm like see you bye <laughs> <laughs> it's done but yeah very much sprite based rpgs that was like what i played growing up mm-hmm. but also i i really like those like uh point and click adventure games yeah like, uh 
old Telltale games. Like, right. Um, uh, what's what's that game with the rabbit and the dog? Salmon Max. Salmon Max. Yeah, yeah. Salmon Max. LucasArts ones, which they did bring yeah. back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I want to see more of those. You know, like especially mystery based ones. I like. Right. A lot. Yeah, because yeah, they definitely have a, have more some that are more you know that are the puzzle element. They're more like visual novels, and there's there the puzzle element isn't as strong as yeah. present there. But I do like the puzzles. And then without any combat, just like me let too, me figure yeah. shit out. There was a game that came out fairly, fairly recently called Sherlock Holmes: Crime, Crimes and Punishments, and it didn't do. Well. I don't think it did well, but that sort of game I really enjoyed. Yeah, mm. uh, awesome. Well, uh, if you guys have any questions, hit us up at HDTGP Pod. Nailed it on social media. <laughs> And uh, Oscar Montoya, thank you so much for joining us. So Thanks wh- for having me. Oh, what a treat. So fun. We'll have to have you back. Uh, what was your? Uh, what would you like to plug at this time? Oh, um, I guess uh, listen to Spanish Ike Presents on uh, e- Earwolf uh, or wherever you get your podcast. Uh, and you can follow us on Instagram at Spanish Aki, A-Q-U-I Presents, um, yeah, on Instagram. And also you can follow me. On Twitter and Instagram at Ozzymo, O-Z-Z-Y-M-O. Very cool. Great. And Matt, that brings us to the point where you tell us what next week's game will be. Next week's game is Typing of the Dead. Oh, (laughs) my God. Why did you do Jack Nicholson? (laughs) (laughs) Next week's game is Typing of the Dead, Laura Flynn Boyle. What? I can't handle the truth with this game. I love the Los Angeles Lakers. (laughs) It's as good as it gets. What? That's how he speaks. (laughs) It was the, for for those of you at home, it was the face he was making. It was the face. And the hands. Come on, you gotta. The sound is not there. You're gonna be like, why would you say that? But it was the face. He looked exactly like Jack Nicholson. Exactly. Jack Nicholson now. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) 